Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So much of the success of my business has happened through passion. Mm. Um, You know, even down to how I write my emails when I'm reaching out to people, whether it's influencers or retailers, or even when we're reaching out to podcast hosts like yourself. If we put our passion first, we're going to be able, just that one factor is going to be the difference between someone that, that grows or someone that stays stagnant. Because I am as passionate about detoxing and gut health today as I was five and a half years ago or even more now. Like the, the passion and the, the happiness that I get from helping others is growing because I see hundreds of thousands of customers all over the world that send us success stories and thank you messages. And they tell us, you know, I had IBS and I used XYZ medications for this amount of years and now I don't have to do that anymore. Or they'll tell us about their skin problems or their coffee addictions. And just being able to be such a big part in our consumers' lives is all the satisfaction that I think that I need. And it just makes me more driven to get our products out to a bigger scale. Because if I see how much help we're giving to our customers now, imagine if we grew that 20, 30% every year. How you day, how you day. That was the voice of Addie. And Addie has an incredible story from her trying to figure out what was wrong with her body and and that leading to her discovering new blends of tea, to her story, learning how to develop a team, become an entrepreneur, location independent, as well as figuring out who the right business partner is and what the right business partner should look like. This episode is filled with great tips to essentially build a brand that stands out no matter where you are. I love her story. Uh, and she also was kind enough to let my uh, corny jokes fly without, you know, you know, saying, giving me too much trouble for that. But her kindness doesn't just stop there. She's also offering all of you amazing listeners a code for 20% off her entire website. 20% off her entire website. Now, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. It's going to be, you know, www.teamyblends.com. And the code is going to be nomads. Just enter nomads in the code, and that should qualify for 20% off your entire website. Just type in nomads as you check out, and that will give you 20% off. All right? Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's guest is Adi Arazini. She's the co-founder and chief executive officer of Team 
Teamy Blends, a lifestyle brand centered around using all natural plant-based ingredients like premium loose leaf teas to helping customers live happier, healthier lives. Teamy's product lines ranges from wellness blends to tea-infused skincare. Tea-infused skincare. I am infinitely intrigued. Uh, she is someone that has joined other CEOs and founders as uh, taking part in, uh, in in several thought lo- uh, thought leader based industries to educate the world on being sustainable and being healthy. So I'm very excited to share a story with you and also learn about a way to improve our environment. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me so much. The pleasure is mine. So Adi, tell me, how does this start? I mean, you're a pretty big thought leader and influencer in, in the field, but where did the vision come from for you? So it's interesting to talk about the word vision because I think that vision comes with it, it comes with also experience or going through something creates vision and creates even wisdom, you could say. And mm. my journey really started from my military experience. And I joined the military at the age of 19. I joined the Israeli Defense Forces. I was living in America at the time and I just didn't have any direction in my life. I didn't go to college. I couldn't afford it. And it wasn't something that that looked like a good idea for me because I couldn't afford it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go work. So I worked at a postcard company and I was just kind of an administrator there. And I didn't really feel that I was on a path to finding something that I was passionate about. And it wasn't like that I was, you know, from a young age, like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to start a business. I just wanted to do something impactful. And I was very interested in being able to grow my income because I grew up in a very, very, um, low income family. It was just me and my mom. So I always had this drive to get myself out of that lifestyle and be able to uh, financially support my mom. So that's been like a a dream of mine literally since the age of 10 years old. So I I always like, okay, this postcard job is not going to be my end all, you know, end all of my career. So I spontaneously decided to join the military. It was like the most spontaneous decision I have ever made in my life. And I uh, moved to Israel and became a fitness instructor for combat soldiers in the artillery unit. So our job was to make sure that the soldiers go through a four-month boot camp. And at the end, they are able to pass certain fitness tests and obstacle course training tests. So it was really, really fun. And that's really when I fell in love with wellness, lifestyle, and fitness because I didn't come from the fitness background before. I just kind of fell in love with it. And after my service, or uh, more correctly saying, like during the end of my service, I started having really bad digestive issues to the point where my gut health was so bad that no matter what I ate, even if I ate like a piece of watermelon, I would be so constipated and bloated, my digestive system just shut off. And I did everything I could to solve it. So I ate fibrous foods, I drank a ton of water, I exercised, I stopped eating gluten, I stopped eating dairy, I stopped, I wasn't eating meat. So I I was changing all these things and nothing was 
really working. And, and I felt so freaked out because I was 22 years old at the time. Like, why is my body just shutting down? If you can imagine having a, a bowling ball inside of your stomach and not being able to do anything about it. It was like that for months where I was maybe going to the bathroom once a week, which is just completely unhealthy to be storing all of that waste in your body. And I, uh, I ended up having a colonic, which is where they literally, they, they flush out all the toxins, uh, and they do it by force. They like grab the toxins and they flush them out. And it was kind of like a, a bandaid approach to the problem. It was kind of like taking an Advil for a headache instead of finding out why you had the headache in the first place. And that experience and the seeking to solve my own problem is what started me on this journey. Hmm. Okay. Now, before, before we go to the journey, I want, I want to just go back a little bit. You said you went to Israel to join their army. Is this because you have birthright? It's because I was, uh, I'm Jewish and I was born in Israel and I, I was born there and I moved to Florida when I was six. So I wasn't, uh, required to join the army because I was an American citizen at that time, but I felt so disconnected from my roots. Like I didn't speak Hebrew. I couldn't read it. I couldn't write it. And I felt no emotion or connection to my homeland at all. I just was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, like I like hummus and stuff. Like <laughs> I didn't feel I like hummus you, and stuff. <laughs> I was like, I really like falafel. Yes. You know, but I didn't, I didn't like understand what, what being Israeli was all about and the wonders of our food and our culture and our history. And I, um, when I joined the army, it was pretty hilarious because I couldn't understand what the officers were saying to me because I didn't, I didn't really speak the language. I had the vocabulary of like a, a first grader and I couldn't read it and I couldn't write it. So they would be like talking and I would be like writing down notes in English. And I had to learn through the army and I was like taking tests in Hebrew. And I was like, I don't know what this says. <laughs> and it was, that was such an incredible experience because of how fast I had to overcome what I did not know. Like I didn't know the language. So here are all these other girls. There was 120 people in my, in my um, training boot camp. It was four months. And all, all of them except 10 were Israeli. So they spoke the language and 10 of us were American. And we were like not knowing what was going on. It was pretty, it was pretty funny, but so challenging and rewarding because of all of the growth that happened during that two-year period. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it was a means to connect and sounds like you actually did in the, in the end, uh, just that, that, uh, you went from a place of not understanding the language and understanding your roots to one doing just the opposite, but also then creating a self personal development, uh, platform for others as well. Yeah, totally what happened. Okay. All right. So now let's go, let's fast forward to where the problem started to happen, which led to your, you know, you starting your company. They always say necessity is the mother of invention. It sounds like that is exactly what happened with you. You know, you had this gut issues and you tried everything that people normally say with gut issues, the taking, you know, away the meat and the, the, the carbs and the, the, you know, all those things that could potentially cause problems. What happened next? And so it definitely did help when I, when I came back to America, I, um, I was cooking for myself. So home cooking definitely helped 
my digestive system, but I was still getting uh, digestive issues for weeks on end. And I started reading books about gut health. I was, I asked my mom, I was like, mom, what books do you recommend? And she recommended some books for me. And I kept reading in these books about toxin buildup, toxin accumulation, and what the symptoms, what the potential symptoms could be on the body, because everyone's body reacts to toxins differently. So one person with toxins in their body might have really bad skin, like they might have a lot of acne. And then another person could, like me could have digestive issues and could um, be really constipated for a long, a lot amount of time. Someone else could have terrible exhaustion and mood swings. So I started learning about this. And in these books, they would kind of like put in there like, yeah, you know, one of the natural remedies for this, um, if you're going through gut health issues, is tea. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, that sounds easy enough. So I went to Whole Foods and I bought all the teas that said like cleanse, detox, liver cleanse, like anything that I could find. And then I also, this was like well, five and a half years ago. So the way people shop now on Instagram is very different to what it was five and a half years ago. It, there was no like tap to shop or little add to cart uh, icons, but it was a, a tool for discovery of new products. So I found some different detox blends off of Instagram as well. So I ordered all these different teas. I got them at home and then I tried them all. And to my very upsetting surprise, none of them worked. And I was like, what, why aren't these working? Like I read all these books and they say that this should be working. And so then I started looking into like, well, why are these not working? So the ones that I saw from like Whole Foods, those are what you can, when you think about tea, think about like a, a kind of a grayish tannish bag with mm. powder, with powder in it. Right yeah. now, the powder is not high quality premium hand-selected loose leaf tea. So it's not going to have as the, as strong or as powerful of benefits and effects as the entire leaf. So they're giving you powder. They're giving you broken pieces of the leaf. They're not giving you the strong parts of the leaf. So the, what number one was the quality of the ingredients. That's not actual leaves. It's powder that's left over from the leaves. And then, which is very cheap. It's very, very cheap and very ineffective. And yeah. number two, um, the ingredients that they were putting into these cleansing teas weren't even the ingredients that you need in order to cleanse. So the ingredients were incorrect or not what I needed at least. So incorrect for me. And the quality of the ingredients was also very low. And then the teas that I had gotten off of Instagram Half of them were loose leaf, but they again weren't the right part of the tea leaf and they they weren't the highest quality. And again, same problem with the ingredients. And plus it took like three weeks to get these teas in from like different places and the packaging was really bad and it was just like not a good experience. And that's when I started looking into um, making a blend for myself and how could I make a blend for, for me that would work for me? It was not at, at this stage, I was not even looking at starting a business. That's it's so fascinating. I've, so I've been reading and actually watching a lot of these documentaries, like what the hell, um, ocean, you know, ocean planet and things like that. And particularly what the health, what they say is when they call up these organizations, the cancer organizations, the meat organizations or organizations that are supposed to help with, with diabetes and things like that they find research that 
actually run counter to what they put on their website. And when they call them and they say, hey, why do you recommend these type of diets to your you know, to your to your listeners or readers and they stutter and they stammer and they can't happen. It seems to be much more of a money play as opposed to a, a health play. Oh, I, yeah. People yeah. want to like people want to keep you sick. That's yeah. that is something that is that at least is very true for me. Yeah. And, and that's so when I was listening to your story, I was thinking about, wow, you, you're saying they're not even using the right blend for uh, for tea or, or for any of these things. That is Irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, of- or like, or, you know, or for example, like they're adding, maybe they're adding one ingredient, but not enough percentage of that ingredient. So mm. maybe they're adding green tea, but how much of it and what, how, what kind are you using? So there's just a little bit more and the consumer, that's why brands, I think that's why brands are so important to people love teamy because they feel that they can trust us. So I don't expect every consumer to be like a top educated consumer that looks at the back of the, of the supplement facts or the nutrition facts or the ingredients and can really be able to tell these things. It's the brand's responsibility to put good things in their products so that their products are effective for the majority of their customers. Cause obviously everyone has a different body. So not everyone is going to have the same experience, but if you trust a brand, then you can you know that their products, what they stand for, and you can continue to purchase products from them instead of yeah. being so like suspicious of all brands. That's why I think brands are so important. I agree, and we're going to pivot to brands because you're you're great at segues here. But but, but <laughs> I'm not even trying. I promise. I mean, look at her. She's not even trying. She's just flexing right now. It's like look at me. But um, the the important thing that I did hear as you were talking about uh, as we before pivoted brands is how you basically this was something that you had a problem with. So you were searching for an alternative drug in medicine and then you read books and then uh, you started to blend your own high quality loose uh, leaf tea. Now, anyone listening, you have a problem that you have an issue with. You have a problem you wish the world had a solution for. I think you could take a lot of, uh, you know, you know, advice from a D here when she basically went out and started to look for alternatives and actively became a part of that problem solution, uh, and which ultimately led to a business. And that can be a part of your brand story. So how can people become better brand storytellers, Adi? Mm, I think, you know, really, you have to be passionate. It's so important because especially now with social media, Everyone can cut through the bullshit. They can just they can just easily cut through it. Well, like, like and, with, a knife, with a knife and just like yeah, <laughs> just whoop, cut through it. Like I'm I'm telling you that so much of the success of my business has happened through passion. Mm. Um, it, you know, even down to how I write my emails when I'm reaching out to people, whether it's influencers or retailers, or even when we're reaching out to podcast hosts like yourself. If we put our passion first, we're going to be able, just that one factor is going to be the difference between someone that, that grows or someone that stays stagnant because I am as passionate about detoxing and gut health today as I was five and a half years ago, or even more now, like the, the passion and that the happiness that I get from helping others is growing because I see hundreds of thousands of customers all over the world that send us success stories and thank you messages. And they tell us, 
know, I had IBS and I used XYZ medications for this amount of years and now I don't have to do that anymore. Or they'll tell us about their skin problems or their coffee addictions. And just being able to be such a big part in our consumers' lives is all the satisfaction that I think that I need. And it just makes me more driven to get our products out to a bigger scale. Because if I see how much help we're giving to our customers now, imagine if we grew that 20, 30% every year, that's yeah. 20, 20 to 30% more customers or more people helped. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and passion is a key ingredient uh, to build in the right blend for tea of life and tea of blending. Um, sorry, I, I just couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but I, I like, I like what you're saying though, because it, you're saying what you're saying is with, uh, w when you have the passion that informs and fuels your drive, right? So, and, and the drive also allows you to be a better listener because you're then going to start to listen to what different segments of your audience wants and needs or resonates uh, with, which then continues to be something you can either, you know, put in your trial and error process. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Or used to create new products. And so definitely. Yeah. And that ability, and you're saying, you know, people can cut through the BSs. A lot of times people are just tacking on and just jumping on trends and then not actually understanding the root cause of why what trend they're following is important. Exactly. And that is such a good point that you're making this whole, there's such a, you know, there's such false information when people hear like detox tea in the media, they think negative thoughts. That's their like first thought because they've seen other brands out there using social media, talking about, detox teas and they're like, be, a, be skinny. And they're showing like a beautiful blonde Australian model on a beach holding bags of tea. And those are the companies that are giving, uh, giving detoxing a bad name because they're, you know, selling it as some sort of quick fix or like just false marketing, you know, false advertising and not really gearing it toward living a happy, healthy lifestyle. And because I came from the fitness background, nutrition and holistic health background, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be sending that message to my customers, especially the, the female customers, because, you know, everyone's body is completely made up of different things. So like, I will never look like a beautiful blonde model. I, my body is made up differently than that, but can I 
can I get rid of toxins in my body? Yes. Can I control and improve my energy levels? Yes. Can I make the choice to use only um, natural, clean skincare on my, on my face? Yes. So there's so much that you can control and that you can do that make huge waves of changes in your life just by changing small things. Um, and that's really what our brand is about. We're just a lifestyle brand. We want to help our customers feel better and feel happier in any way that we can help them, whether it's beauty or wellness or inspiration or motivation or even recipes. Yeah, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Now, I'm, I'm imagining you had this idea and then you knew you wanted to make it a business. What was the first step for you? What did you do? You started from your home, right? Like, right. That's right. So the first thing that I did is I started researching how to source ingredients. And that is when I met my business partner who had come from the tea background for five years. He had been uh, making teas, blending teas for over five years. And that was a huge, um, that was a huge benefit and advantage because I saw that he could help me get the exact product that I needed and that him and I were on the same page of wanting to help the world in the same way. So we decided very early on that we were going to work together and that we were going to start this business together. And it was him and I sourcing ingredients, ordering them, blending them, testing them until we got the perfect formula. So that was the first thing that I did. All right. Okay. So you, you, you really did research in the process of researching you then found, okay, you found the right combination. Uh, right. And then uh, the thing with business partners, though, I've, got, I've gone through a few. <laughs> it, it, I've never been married, but it, it's the closest thing I could say feels like marriage because we've had some breakups over ideas or, uh, you know, uh, values. Uh, how do you make sure that you're on the same page? God, that's such a great question. I have seen it. So I've just seen so many of my friends go through business partner breakups and, and it's so intense. So I definitely recommend that if you're going to bring on a business partner in the beginning to hash out all of your different views, your goals, write them down, make agreements before you get started. Cause I think that people jump into the relationship too quickly and they're just like, yeah, this is going to be my business partner. And they don't even really make sure that they are the right person for the job. And I think doing all of those preemptive steps will help protect you and that, that relationship longer term. So I definitely recommend, um, writing down the goals of your mission of your business and then writing down whose responsibility is what, so that you guys are not having the same responsibilities. That is so key. I've seen two people that start working together because they're similar. They're like, Oh, this would be a great business partner for me because we're the same. No, you want someone that is almost the complete opposite of you. So both of you guys can be working on separate tasks and help each other and have opposing views. Opposing views are a good thing. If you're passionate and you have opposing views, obviously with a common goal of coming to a solution, it's really good because pe different people are bringing different viewpoints to the table. Yeah. And, and you know, that value thing is so good because a lot of times people they, they will write down the values, but they don't live the values. And, that, and whenever I consult with companies or consult individuals, it's, there's, a, there's a subtle difference with knowing what values are and actually living it out uh, totally. as a company, as an individual. So making sure that you're on the same page with, with, with that um, is cool. And also all, having all those 
uncomfortable discussions early, you know, whether it's with the numbers or the equity, whatever, all those things that, that, that tend to make people squirm, um, just put them all on the table uh, just because, you know, just just let that be signed and clear in the beginning. Definitely. And then there's one other thing that I, I want to share about picking the right business partner yeah. is that I, it doesn't come necessarily off the bat. It might grow to this, but you have to have love for that person. You have to have love for that person because if you truly love that person, then you can fix any upsets or any, you know, basically any, anything that goes wrong in the relationship, because it's not like me and my partner never argue or never get mad at each other, but you know, it'll be a situation like maybe I'm super mad at my partner and then I need like 20 minutes to cool off and then I'll call him back and I'll be like, okay, let's talk about this. And then we handle it. We don't let it sit. Anything that I'm upset about, I just tell him straight to his face. And he tells me, he's like, I really didn't like it when you said this and this and this to me. And we are so close. I consider him, you know, family. I consider him my brother. And I, what we've, we've always talked about this because we have so many friends that have broken up their business partnerships. And we look at them and they're like, we're like, what do we have that they don't have? And they're missing that element of love for each other. And I, because one person wants to be right. They want to like hold their rightness. And my partner and I, we want what's best for Timmy. So like everything that we do is a decision for Timmy. It's not a decision for me personally or him personally. And so because we have that, that 100% common agreement on the brand and how important it is for us, mm-hmm. all of our conversations are about the brand, not about who's right or who's correct. Like it's all about the brand. And so we end up agreeing on a lot of things or he t- tells me his side of it. And then I'm, I change my mind. I'm like, oh, he was right. Okay. And so we're constantly keeping each other in check in that way. Yeah. The big picture matters. And that's, yes. a, that's a great way to look at it. And I love that. Okay. All right. So that's, that's the background. You've got the backbone there. Two of you are in sync. Um, you know, uh, Justin Timberlake and JC Chazé, both of you work <laughs> together. I'm sorry. I'm that's the last 40 <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Um, and then can we talk about um, uh, Instagram and marketing strategies? Tell me more about how to grow your brand uh, online. Okay. So back in the day, five and a half years ago, again, very different to the landscape that we are living in today on Instagram. But one of the things that's important that I tell anyone that's starting a brand on social media is that you have to be consistent with your posting. So I have been posting on the Teamy Blunts page for five and a half years, four times a day, every single day, period. So we, we talk about it as the snowball effect. So if, if you're trying to build a community or build a following, whether you're an influencer or you're a brand or whatever it is that you're building the, the following for, you have to constantly be promoting it or talking about it. Because if you're not, people will forget about you. We, we have a ton of information coming at us from all ends on Instagram and Facebook and all the other social platforms. So if you want to show up for people and remind them that you exist, you have to continue to talk to them all the time. Yes. So that's the first thing. And I know that a lot of people hear that, but it's important that if you own a business that you're at least posting one time per day, at least on your page. And then also Instagram stories. 
Wow. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at your Instagram page right now. You are at 973,000. Uh, <laughs> so you're <laughs> almost approaching a million there. And uh, you're right. I mean, you have 6,556 posts. So that's a lot of yeah. posted in, in, the, in the span of the time you just mentioned. And so there's a combination of, I can almost see a theme. I mean, it's like light green, green, light, um, white, but you've got videos as well as you put a lot of your products in there and you talk about that. So that's interesting. Um, of course. Cause we're, that's what we're selling. So yeah. like that is what we, people want to know about more even than, cause every, every page is different. So what works for maybe a food blogger is different, different than what would work for uh, a business page. So my business does best when we show the products and we tell them about the benefits of the products. That's what they want to know about. Uh, we actually get less engagement on our recipes and stuff, which is interesting to us. And we're trying to grow that, but, uh, it's really important that you listen to what is happening on your page and what people are, are commenting on what questions they're asking you, because when they ask you questions, then you know what to post next. They're like, how do I, how do I use this tea? Okay, here, here's a video about how you use it. Yeah. No, this is good. It's good. And then you have your hashtag, thank you, Teamy, which is uh, a good way for Brandon. So consistency is what you're saying, what goes on Instagram. Uh, and, but you know, when you start with the following though, to get to almost a million, that takes, you must have learned a few things along the way uh, to, to, I guess, growth hack in a, for a lack of a better word. Can you share yeah. something? That's, yeah. So there were so many growth hacks back in the day. We don't use any growth hacks anymore. In the beginning, like back in the day, if, if you remember like five and a half years ago, there was a lot of like follow for follow. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of like shout out accounts. Like shout out accounts don't really exist anymore. People used to follow accounts that were like, for example, if I like smoothies, there would be an account that is not owned by a person. They're just kind of like sharing other people's smoothies. And it's just a very beautiful feed. Everyone that you followed in the past were like these shout out accounts and the climate has changed now to following people or brands that you actually believe in or nonprofit organizations or something that teaches you something. So Instagram has changed. It used to be following things that looked pretty and then, and that, that didn't even involve a specific person that's uh, making that content. So because that's how it was in the beginning, you could do a lot of shout outs and like, Hey, shout me out. I'll shout you out. And we would do some sort of like prize giveaway and people would follow each other and that's how we would do it. Gotcha. And it's not that that still stuff is still going on today, but it was very prevalent in the past. And that's how we grew our following with those types of promotions followed up with using very targeted hashtags on all of our posts. And we still hashtag our posts today. Like I have no shame in putting 30 hashtags on my posts uh, in the comment below. And um, something that people do incorrectly with hashtags is they use like the most free, the most highly used fat hashtag, for example, hashtag fitness. It's not, you have to go a more niche hashtag, for example, example, like, uh, moms that run, for example, that's a group of people, correct, correct type of hashtags describe a group, not describe a thing. So instead of it being like, you know, dumbbells, it would be like girls that lift. So it describes a group of people that do something. So using correct hashtags in that way. So for us, it could be like, you know, IBS warrior. It could be people with IBS. And we want to use that hashtag because those are people 
that might be rele- relevant to what we're to what we're promoting. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Uh, hashtags that describe a group of people and not uh, not just the most popular hashtags because you'll be competing with, you know, five to 20 plus million other posts anyway. And so exactly. So, yeah. OK, uh, it's interesting. What about if we move away from Instagram and just expand to online marketing strategies? Are there any things that you've learned from your time? I've, I've learned so much, um, but as using, using Facebook ads and Instagram ads is incredible. And we're still optimizing our campaigns, but it really gives you the ability to reach everyone, you know, in a certain area or a certain type of audience. And I don't think that, that new business owners understand how controllable this marketing is. So of course there's factors that we still don't know yet about it. Um, but it allows us to be more specific in our targeting. And I think that Facebook will continue to um, give us more and more clarity with that in the future as well. Yeah, yeah, and you're not the only one. I said I've talked to a lot of people, um, influencers, influencers in, the, in, in different industries, and they talk about how Facebook advertising has really, really helped. And just because <laughs> they're good and bad things, I guess, because Facebook begins to own a lot of things, right? They they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, they own um, a lot of other things, and are that, uh, Facebook, uh, you know, cell phone data, but, um, they, <laughs> they have a lot of information that, that sort of allows you to expose yourself to different part of the world. So if you are able to tell your story about your brand, uh, you tap into new audiences, uh, regularly if you do it in a good way. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Now I'm, I'm going to, as we get ready to wrap up here, what about the, uh, the, the personal ads and people talk about balance have you found balance? I know you found balance in your diet. Have you found balance in your personal life as you become um, an entrepreneur? I think I'm getting there. Um, I go in waves. So I'll okay. have a wave of like three months that I am nonstop working. And I definitely think that my personal life balance could be better and right now, the main thing I'm working on is mentoring and investing in my team so that I can, uh, at the end of this year, uh, most likely switch my schedule. So I'm spending 70% of my time in Portland and 30% of my time in Florida, which right now is the opposite. So I spend 70% of my time away from my husband and 30% of my time with my husband. So I think that I will have a better life balance when that's able to be switched, but that, that comes with all of the hard work and investment that I put into my team. And that's why mentoring my staff and growing my team is so important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, it's just much like with a partner, a life partner, communication is also important, uh, for any type of partner you have. And so it sounds like communication and, a and a big picture type of thinking, like, this is why, this is why we're doing this. This is what this is for. And we can adjust accordingly uh, based on how we feel. Yeah. And he knows what I'm doing here. So it's yeah. not like he's every day like, oh, I wish you were here. Like he supports um, everything that I'm doing and understands that it is so important for me. And I really appreciate that, that he gives me so much backup. Well, I love that both of you are there for each other. That's, that's, that's incredible to hear. Uh, this is good. So Timmy, where can people find your brand and how can they be part of it? 
So you can follow us on Instagram, of course, which is at Teamy Blends, T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S. And we also have, you can go straight to our website, which is www.teamyblends.com. Teamyblends.com. Okay. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes, but I can't, um, you know, let you go without asking my mission statement. <laughs> now, now, I know that I've put you through a very terrible corny jokes throughout the interview. So <laughs> I, I, I am sorry about that. My, my brothers are trying to get me to go to rehab for that, but I, I'll work it out. <laughs> But my mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. That's why I do what I do, right? So I ask all my guests the same question. How do you do you use your difference to make a difference? I think that because I grew up watching so much struggle with my mom and with my personal life, I'm able to understand that and help others get out of that, whether it is with their health issues or with their financial issues. I want to help other people improve their lives because I know how terrible it was to be in a state where I couldn't afford food. You know, I couldn't afford groceries. So I know what it's like to struggle. And I, because I'm speaking from personal experience and I have my, my own personal view on it, I can help others get out of that. And that is very important to me. I love that. Personal experience to uh, impact in the world. That's just that's just a beautiful thing to hear. We'll make sure we'll put all of this in the show notes, but Adi is a great influencer. And it's been a pleasure talking to you, learning about you know personal training, health, wellness, as well as just the entrepreneurship journey that many of us can do in, in terms of growing our brand. I want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, really sharing everything you did today. Thanks for having me. Uh, the pleasure is mine, ladies and gentlemen. Till next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877 351 0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.